0: To Totalis Rankium this week, Michael sixty old. Oh, hello
1: and welcome to Roman
0: Emperor's Totalus Rankium, and welcome back. I am Jamie.
1: And I am Rob, and this is episode 139, Michael Six, The Old. Yes, we are back. We are back indeed. We are back. Uh, we've had a couple of months covering the slave revolts of uh, Eunice, Athenion, Spartacus. We have interviewed both Saga Thing and Partial Historians. Mm. If you just skipped those because they were interview episodes, don't do not do that. Yeah, mm. I'm talking to you. You know who you are listening. Yeah, Go go back. They're, they're good interviews, they are.
0: Yeah, tr- tr- it tests it out. It's like yeah. it's like when you go to this, the beach and yeah. you put your toe in the water. It's always cold, I'm not going to go in.
1: But as you just leap in, yeah. it's lovely. Or just skip to the end when we play the How Why well Do You Know Your Co-host quiz. Because i mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's all, that's good. That's all uh, good. But but back to the main event now, Jamie. We're
0: oh. ranking all
1: the emperors. I don't know if you'd remembered, but that's what we're doing. Well, all of them? All of them. Uh, and uh, we had just finished the Macedonian dynasty... Yes, we finished with Theodora yes. 2. Oh, well, we did. Well, I've done doing your homework. I yeah, I, I half listened to the last episode. Oh, you did more than I did then. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I skimmed my notes slightly. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is obviously the last dynasty that can be called anything other than a shame. Um, <laughs> because I, I, uh, I think that's a bit harsh. Oh, well, we'll see, won't we? Because we've got around 30-ish odd episodes left. Wow, Uh, that that is it. Um, Just over a year left. Yeah, yeah, about that should take us about a year. Uh, And uh, it's, oh, it's, uh, do you like the view where we are? Because this year we're, we're trundling down that hill. Oh, oh, are (laughs) we? Oh, yes, we are.
0: Into the forest of doom and destruction. Yes. Over the, over the bridge of pain. Yeah.
1: Wading through the waters of agony. We fall to a crumpled heap at the bottom, and someone will slowly pull a curtain over the twitching remains of the Uh, Empire.
0: uh, And just think, Jeff will be there standing near them saying, do you want a biscuit? Emperor's dead then, so there's no
1: point. It's fine, we're going to end with a bang. If I remember correctly, uh, uh, like cannons, Jamie. We end with cannons. See, that's quite cool. That's quite exciting. The fact we started with Augustus and we're ending with cannons. So gunpowder gets created at some point. Well yeah. comes to the Middle
0: Ages so it will do, won't it? We? We'll oh yeah. Outside. I
1: mean it's it's probably already around in China. I've not checked my dates, yeah. but uh, Well they had
0: fireworks, didn't they? Yeah. Probably. exactly.
1: Yeah. Anyway. This is exciting. That we are okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we've not done a Roman Emperor episode in a while. <laughs> yeah. We're we're all over the map. Right, okay. Um let's let's quickly remind you as in the listener. Not you. You've done your homework, Jamie, I know. But yeah. let's uh, just remind the listener uh, where we'd left off. We'd left with the death of Theodora, sister of Zoe. If you remember, we'd just gone through the rule of Zoe and her four co-regents and or slash husbands. That's yeah. Romanos three, Michael four, Michael five, the shipsmere, and then Constantine IX. Uh If you remember, Constantine nine and uh, his mistress had a kind of threesome rule with Zoe. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah, yep, all yeah. they dodgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Zoe had died. And then She's Constantine well IX died. And it just left old Theodora. Yeah,
0: on her own. Yeah, on her She's own. She's quite Victoria-esque, though. Not in the sense of empire and greatness, just in the sense that
1: she lasted a while. <laughs> uh, well, uh, she, lasted a while. she was an institution, and you can say that. Yes. Uh, definitely. Uh, and uh, she'd also gathered around her quite the... Um, the the clique the, uh, the, the the posse the faction uh, we we found in later life she finally managed to actually wield some power for herself mm. uh, or a faction had embraced her and were wielding power through her whichever you'd uh, like to choose yeah. uh, but just know that as theodora was dying as a faction in charge and they choose the successor they choose michael he'll do Sometimes known as Michael the Warlike. Oh, that sounds cool. I've got but an image more, of a Viking. But more commonly, Michael the Old. That's not so cool. Michael the Pastor. <laughs> Michael the Aged. Yeah, Michael. Where's Where's that number for the home? <laughs> Michael,
0: uh, why did I come into this room again? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so uh, let's let's go back a bit, shall we? Let's go back to the start of Michael's life and get uh, get the who, what, why, where, when uh, on Michael, shall we?
0: Yeah.
1: Here goes. Uh, who? <laughs> we know this one. It's Michael. Ooh. Yeah. Okay.
0: I shall write that down.
1: Yeah. Okay. Michael. There we go. Uh, when? In fact, you can choose. Which one do you want next? We've had who? What? Was he human? Was he... What is... is, Well, it's the same answer as before. Michael. um, Yeah. Human. Human male. Okay. That's what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah. When? 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 Uh, No idea. No idea. Uh, But he's old when he goes into power. Uh, So probably the 980s, somewhere around that. Okay. Maybe even Uh, a bit earlier. I'll put 980s question mark. Uh, Mm -hmm. Where... Where Constantinople, most likely. He okay. at least uh, spent most of his life in the capital, it would appear. Uh, so he was probably born there. And why? Why? Um, I don't know, presumably boredom from his parents. Not much to do in the evenings. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, And uh, yeah, that kind of links to how as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, there's lots of answers for how. <laughs> I suppose there is Let's just say number 36 <laughs> Volume 4 Okay, uh, so there you go, that's the who, what, where, wise of uh, Michael um, And th- apart from that, we don't really know anything Brilliant Yeah, uh, apart from one thing, there's a good chance that he was uh, Michael Bringus uh, from the famous Pringus family a family that we have come across before sounds familiar you may you may remember uh, doubtful it was a long time ago but yeah. listeners who have listened to episodes more recently might remember the powerful lord chamberlain joseph pringus from Romanos Two's episode Oh, uh, he, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. He, he was uh, the most Lord Chamberlain, Lord Chamberlain we've possibly come across. Uh, <laughs> Full on twizzly mustache, in my opinion, oh, pulling the strings in the background. Yeah, yeah he was running the empire. Um, so, anyway, powerful family. Uh, Michael grew up and became old, and there you go. We've <laughs> caught up with the story. We know shockingly <laughs> little about him. That was brilliant. Uh, I mean, considering we've like, this period of Roman history is one of the most well-sourced periods of Roman yeah. history. He just, he just turns up. Well,
0: let's let's add a bit of flavour in here. Let's do a... Was it Julius Caesar kidnapped by pirates? Yeah,
1: yeah, he was. Let's say he got kidnapped by pirates. Okay. Um, but not like old Roman pirates. No. No, Caribbean pirates. Yeah. Yar. Yeah. Arr. It was quite a detour they took him on. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people talk about searching for the old gold. Because it's oh, Michael, the Old Gold. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. There we nice. go. Bit, bit of, bit of flavour. Uh, his nickname. Talking of uh, his nickname, uh, I mentioned two, didn't I? The Old. But also. The warlike. The warlike, or the uh, the militarist, or the, uh, the the warrior. Different ways you could translate that. I'm um, assuming this was post reign. No, no, no. We, oh. we I, I looked, and I couldn't find anywhere where it explained why he had this nickname, um, apart from some speculation that he was a military leader at some point in his youth, most Makes likely sense. in charge of the troops in one of the themes. <gasps> but, I mean... The pirates! <laughs> maybe, maybe he took he, over the band of pirates. Yeah, and he just raided, you
0: know, parts of Spain and Portugal... Yeah, yeah. North Africa then back
1: to Constantinople. He had his like harum of pirate not Harim, uh, a group uh, of pirates. Yes, exactly. Troop. Troop what what is the collective nine for pirates? A hearty. A hearty of uh, pirates. A booty okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so um yeah, uh, it would appear uh, that he, he led some troops at some point, but this is way in the past now, because he's an All old right. man. So he's he's seen his glory days have come and gone. Uh, it would appear that he had no children, or at least no sons, when he's elevated to emperor. Um, but that is just a theory. Maybe they're just yeah. not mentioned. Yeah. And there you go. Uh, he's a rich old patrician. He's named Michael, and he's there when Theodora dies. How 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 there was he? Oh, not like in the room. He's just in right. the in the senate. Oh, okay. Remember, the senate is very much just a rich man's club now. It has no yeah. real power. But he's he's there. Hm. Mm. he's just living, living his comfortable life. Nice. So
0: why the hell would you want to be Emperor? You've got a lovely life. If we're raking in tons of money.
1: Uh, well, I know, being Emperor would be great. Well, uh, as covered in the last episode, uh, those around Theodora when she was dying feared that some of the powerful were going to take over when Theodora died and get mm. rid of her faction. So as Theodora lay there dying, it was decided that Theodora has chosen uh, Michael. Michael would do Michael, like Michael, the old fella. Yeah, Michael. He's harmless. He could be in charge. Like you say, he's harmless. He he can be in charge, and we're just like pull his strings. And yeah. there you go. We 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 did very well having a woman in charge, and that's actually rolling in the background. So maybe an old man would work it's most likely the faction's opinion. Interesting. Now, Celis tells us that this was simply an attempt to gain power. We don't get a sense at all about how the aged Michael reacted to this. But it's just not covered. Uh, perhaps he was fully on board. Uh, let's quote Celis, though. He was a simple and straightforward man, from his youth only being occupied with military matters. He knew nothing about anything else. He was no. already over the hill and entering old age, he would only have the appearance and name of emperor while they themselves conducted
0: the affairs of state. Nice. So that is in heavily implying then that he is just a...
1: A puppet, yeah. Uh, Skylitzes goes on to say that he swore to these shadowy figures uh, that he would do nothing without their approval. However, Michael's uh, ascension to the throne did not go down well with everyone. Uh, to begin with... The nephew of Constantine IX is still alive and hanging around, and in the city, and he wasn't happy. I mean, he's the nephew of an emperor, and who the hell's this Michael fellow? Surely, if anyone's going to be emperor, it should be him. Should be me, damn it! Well, yeah. I mean, the, this nephew, a young man named Theodosius, uh, spread the word amongst his family, and friends, and neighbours. He was the rightful emperor, and he would prove it. It's time to march on the palace. Already. Oh, yeah. Wasting no time. I yeah. was barely sat down. Like, what? <laughs> well, Theodosius set off through the streets gathering a crowd of supporters or maybe just people who wanted to see what was going on. Who knows? Mm. Uh, Theodosius' first act, uh, as we've seen before, is to break open the prison in an attempt to get more men on his side. We saw that when uh, uh, Leontius uh, couped against Justinian too, if you remember. Yeah. Let's yeah. settle these murderers and trustworthy people out. Come on, lads, let's go. But they'd be grateful, so hopefully they'll fight for your side.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, from there on, Theodosius stormed towards the palace, loudly proclaiming his right to be emperor. However, uh, <laughs> when he got to the palace, he saw a very large group of very scary-looking men guarding the palace. Pirates! Pirates! No, not, not pirates, although, yes, oh. in a way, pirates... Vikings! 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 Yes, it's the Varangian Guard, and if you listen to our Saga Thing interview, you'll know all about those. Yeah, Uh, yeah. the Varangians, loyal to the end and then loyal straight from the beginning of the next emperor, as per usual. (laughs) Uh, They had not wavered. Theodora had died, Michael's there, so they are loyal. They stood in the way, along with the palace guard, it must be said. it be interesting to do a
0: comparison between the Varangians and the uh, Praetorian guards, because the Praetorians got
1: really dodgy, didn't they? Oh, yes, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss the Praetorians. Oh. They, they were good. Anyway, Theodosius takes a look at all these Vikings, essentially standing outside the palace, and just goes, uh, Hi. Maybe storming the palace is—I uh, mean, we're, we're gonna do it. Obviously, we're gonna do it. I'm the emperor. We're gonna storm the palace, but, but maybe not now. Maybe yes. we should uh, regroup first. We need a plan. A plan. We, let's we back a plan. plan. Yeah. Uh, let's let's head to the Harge sphere. The patriarch, the current patriarch, it was known to dislike the faction that had declared Michael emperor. Uh, so Theodosius was hoping that the patriarch would support his claim. Why mm. wouldn't he? So, to the Hagia Sophia, he declared, and off they all rushed to the Hagia Sophia. However, there was a hint, a small hint, uh, when he got there, that he was not actually going to get the support of the patriarch.
0: <laughs> Is it because the patriarch said no? Uh,
1: <laughs> not even that. The uh, oh. <laughs> the doors to the Hagia Sophia were just locked shut, and <laughs> no one was around. Just a lonely goat holding it up. Yeah, <laughs> just looking over the top of the roof. Mm. Yeah, uh, Theodosius bangs on the door a few times, there's no answer. And then by this time, the crowd following him start to sort of thin out a bit. All the, like, all the buzz is
0: gone, the adrenaline's like away now. It's... Yeah, it's
1: like, we didn't storm the palace, uh, we, we just shut out the church. This guy clearly has no support, and at some point... Some men with pointy things are going to turn up to sort yeah. this out, and perhaps we shouldn't be here. When that and I've happens. just broken out of prison
0: as well. I'm an ex-con. I need yeah, to. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I, I need, need to, to run, get back on my pirate ship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Theodosius found himself pretty much alone outside the great church. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, when some men came along and uh, put the revolt down, should we say? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think it was two men, two soldiers. Just, just a man and Jeff. Yeah. Uh, the, the more competent <laughs> soldier just puts his arm around Theodosius's shoulder. Come on, Theodosius. Yeah, you had your fun? Tried to coup, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't work out, did it? No. All right, let's go and remove those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, his uh, yeah. his revolt was seen as so pathetic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was very lightly punished. He was merely exiled. i uh, I'd send him to court jester. Oh, oh yeah, totally should have done that. Uh, so there you go. Nice. That is the dramatic revolt of Theodosius the not so great. Well, that that's good fighty points for Michael then.
0: <laughs>
1: put down yeah. a revolt, technically. Yeah, he did, he did. That's a very good point. So with this out of the way, Michael started to do what he was put there to do, which was to enrich and promote those who had put him there. Yeah. He was very open with his promotions. He gave out gifts of land, wealth, titles, hand over fist. Uh, If if people were part of the faction, he just gave them anything they wanted. It's good now that in the modern
0: world that we live in, that no longer happens. Yeah, no, it's good.
1: It is very good, Mm. isn't it? So there he is. He's handing out all all the rewards to the right people. And uh, soon enough, word spread. Uh, The emperor was uh, very generous. Perhaps go and see the emperor, see what you can get. And uh, soon enough, the prominent generals from the Empire were flocking to see this new generous Emperor. After all, the Empire only stood uh, due to their hard work. Surely the Emperor, who was giving out gifts to all the paper pushers in the capital, would be, if anything, more generous to the generals, they thought. Um, that's a very <laughs> awkward meeting. Oh, you you would not believe how awkward this meeting is. (laughs) There's a couple of meetings we're going to cover. One uh, we're going to be coming back to. You know, every now and again, there's an event that I keep coming back to in future episodes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this meeting, I think, might be one of them. It's certainly going to be mentioned in at least two more episodes. Uh, But actually, before we talk about the meetings, uh, we're going to introduce three characters that we need to know. By characters, you mean historical figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, all prominent generals at the time. The first is Brianios. Brian. 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 Yeah, Brian will do. Uh, Brian had attempted to help arrange the succession after Constantine IX had died to be something that a certain faction wanted it to be. Right. Someone who was not Theodora. But then, obviously, Theodora had managed to get in there first. So once her position was secure, and upon hearing that uh, Brian had attempted to dethrone her, uh, Theodora had stripped Brian of all his wealth and titles and sent him into exile. So he's not happy. He's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, you could say. A little bit. But, of course, uh, Theodora then dies. Uh, Brian hears of this and uh, hears that, oh, it's Michael. Michael, you know Michael. He's in charge now. Okay. Maybe hmm. I'll, I'll go and see Michael. He's in a good mood, apparently. Maybe I'll get my wealth and my titles back, he thought. So that's number one. Uh, second character, the fantastically named Katakalon Cacaumanos.
0: Sorry say that again.
1: That is Katakalon Kakaumanos. I'm just going to call him Kakaumanos, because it's far easier to say his surname than his full name. Uh, so, Kakaumanos. Uh, he is a general who had, uh, he's been in the background for a while in our podcast. He was instrumental in pushing back the Rus invasion during Constantine IX's uh, episode. Uh, he was also the Duke of Antioch for a while. Uh, we have come across him, I've just never mentioned him by name. Uh, so I can just see know.
0: why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a prominent general at the time, uh, yeah. so that's another person you need to keep an eye on. And the third one is Isaac Komnenos. It's all very Greek sounding names, aren't they? It's almost as if they speak Greek. Yeah, it's weird. Yes. Uh, We're just going to call him Isaac uh, because an M and an N next to each other is hard to say. Uh, So Isaac was a prominent general in the Empire as well. He'd spent his time mostly in the East. Uh, He was good friends with uh, Kakaomenos. was Isaac, and uh, these two were seeking the emperor in search for promotion. They figured they'd both done a good job recently. They deserved something to show for it. I mean,
0: that village wasn't going to burn itself down.
1: (laughs) Well, exactly. So, uh, Brian's the first to see the emperor. Michael let it be known that Brian was indeed recalled from exile. That's what Brian was hoping for. Yeah, it was understandable that Brian was looking to succession after Constantine IX had died. I mean... Uh, that that's just natural isn't it yeah. theodora was perhaps a bit harsh so of course you can come back into the fold and you can be the governor of cappadocia to nice. fight off the turkish threat that's growing in the east if you remember in constantine Nine's episode there is now a turkish threat growing in the east so uh maybe go and sort that out there was a pause did he just like rub his fingers like, <clears> or <throat> <laughs> yeah the uh the money the the titles Everything that was stripped off me, any chance I'm um, getting that back? Uh, Michael replied, apparently in a cliched saying for the time, uh, that essentially translates to, deeds first, rewards later. You've
0: got to earn it. Yeah,
1: and I'll it's quote here. Enough. Thus humiliated, Bryanios went his way, turning over the terrible things in his mind and looking for an opportunity to be revenged.
0: He's been given a title, he's been given somewhere to look after, and he wants revenge for that.
1: Yeah, what, but he's lost, a... he's lost all his money and his titles.
0: Yeah, to earn it back like everybody
1: else. Yeah, but I mean... He... Entitled Snowflake. <laughs> he, he was from the ruling class of Roman aristocracy. They weren't used to, like, doing Working. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Brian, not happy. The next meeting, this is the one that I, we're definitely going to come back to at least a couple of times, uh, because there were a few... People in it. Isaac's in it, as is Kakaumanos. Several other generals, one named Constantine, by the way, who you might want to keep an eye on. I want to put a little box around him. Yeah, but we're not focusing on him at all at the moment, so. Uh, Alright, but just. Even bother writing his name. <laughs> Fair enough, but just know there's a there's a future emperor in here. Anyway, uh, a whole bunch of generals. Michael started the meeting, according to Skylitzes, praising all the men before him for defending the empire. Well, very nice. Uh, however, sellus who was actually in the meeting, so first-hand uh, reporter, nice. gives a different account. Uh, apparently, Michael started to, in front of everyone, just pick apart the general's performances.
0: Oh, you don't want to... Oh, what's mm. it called? Uh, you don't want a performance review in public.
1: Oh, you don't. Michael with a big long list. Oh, no. Yeah, clipboards. Graphs, oh
0: big pen, massive pen.
1: Using words like distribution.
0: Inadequate.
1: Oh. Michael apparently commanded that Isaac and Cacao Manos in particular stand forward. So those two were <laughs> right in the middle of everyone. Uh, he okay. then accused Isaac of wasting government money and almost losing Antioch to the barbarians. Isaac and Kakao are stood there fuming as they were just berated in front of everyone. Uh, remember, they had turned up to this meeting thinking there was a good chance they were going to get a promotion. Oh. Yeah, that that idea's gone. It's interesting because uh, Michael's
0: known as the war-like, a very good chance in military history. He probably knows what he's probably talking about as well then.
1: quite Quite likely, yeah. Quite possibly thinks he would have done things differently. Yeah. Uh, but maybe uh, because of his age, maybe he's just uh, annoyed at these young whippersnappers still living in the glory times, and yeah. just wants to dress them down a bit. Who knows? Unfortunately, we, just... we fought for your freedom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, we just don't get quite enough the uh, the in the innards of Michael, <laughs> uh, the the inside thoughts. That's still a weird way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, the the meeting was adjourned. Uh, And after the meeting, the news of the meeting spread. Uh, Those in charge of Michael, remember that same factions, like, telling him what to do. Yeah. They soon realised that the soldiers under Isaac and Kakao were starting to grumble. Yeah. It was decided perhaps a second meeting should be set up to smooth feathers here. Maybe Michael went a bit too far there. We don't want an actual, I don't know, revolt on our hands. Yeah. No, no yeah. more accountability, Michael. So uh, a second meeting was set up. Ah, oh, it should be just as bad, isn't it? Uh, have a guess. Scale of one <laughs> to ten. How well do you think this meeting went? As in ten being brilliant. I, I'm going to say the last meeting was a two.
0: Okay. Maybe slightly better. Maybe change tone slightly, but I think I'm thinking more like the three or four.
1: I'll, I'll just quote Sellers. <laughs> when they asked the emperor for bread, he offered them stones... And when they protested, even the stones were refused. So that's a one then. (laughs) Which I'm guessing that is figurative. Yeah. (laughs) But I really, 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 really hope it's literal. And there was just a huge, really petty argument over the the catering of the meeting. Oh, yeah. Where's the sourdough? Where's the sourdough? (laughs) I must have sourdough here. I'd give you pebbles. Aww. Yeah, I'd I, I, I think it was like that. I, I, I checked in a couple of places. This is the only version I saw. So who knows? Maybe it is literal, but surely not. No, <laughs> surely I'm guessing not. No. Uh, it might be money to do with cash again. Yeah, I'm guessing they asked for something, but not something grand. Yeah. Uh, and he offered them practically nothing and then even took that away. So uh, if anything, it was worse than last time. The generals left the meeting grumbling heavily. Michael probably rubbed his hands together at a job well done.
0: Ah, splendid. Problem solved. We'll
1: close the book on that. Nothing will ever come of it ever again. So, Constantine, how are you? (laughs) Yeah, as you can imagine, revolt is merely a matter of when, not if. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. An old, infirm emperor with no legitimacy has just insulted members of powerful families who were in charge of large chunks of the army. I mean, the revolt is going to happen. Yeah. Isaac and Kakaumanos uh, apparently met in the Hagia Sophia and discussed what to do. Now, it doesn't mention this anywhere I saw, but I, was, I assume the Patriarch's in there as well. Because remember, the Patriarch doesn't like the, uh, the Theodora slash Michael faction.
0: Yeah.
1: Kakaumanos wanted to bring Brian into the plot. Word had already reached them of how angered uh, Brian was when he'd met the Emperor. And while Isaac and Kakaumanos together could raise most of the Eastern troops, the Western troops would definitely follow Brian, because he'd had experience in the West. Yeah. Uh, So, Brian was contacted. Do you fancy a coup? He was asked. The answer was... Of course. Yeah, hell Yes. (laughs) Brian then set off for his post as governor of Cappadocia. He didn't go alone. With him was a patrician named John, who was in charge of distributing the soldiers' wages. They travelled together just because they happened to be going in the same direction uh, as each other. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's like sharing a cab. Yeah, exactly. Now, once they got there, Brian ordered that the soldiers be paid, as, as you'd expect. But he ordered that they be paid more than the emperor had ordered. Oh, good way of getting loyalty. Well, John, in charge of the money, was not happy. It's like, hang on, it's my job to distribute the wages. And uh, What are you playing at, Brian? Uh, I've got so much money to give to the soldiers, so no, I'm not, I'm not happy. Okay, a couple of questions here that you might not know the answer to. Yep. But John's
0: in charge of the money. Yeah. Is he carrying, literally, a big chest of cash with him? Has he got really big pockets? How does that work? Is it like IOU, when you get back? We'll just put it in your bank account later. How does that work?
1: It uh it changes throughout Roman history exactly how uh, Roman soldiers are paid. Uh, in times in the past, uh, we have seen uh, soldiers paid in literal coinage. If you remember during the crisis, everything went a bit haywire. and <laughs> Wooded money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, soldiers were being paid in more and more inflated currency that stopped working. Uh, so various things were attempted, like just paying them in supplies, uh, or salt, which is where we get our word salary from, because soldiers were, were paid in salt. Uh, because oh, you told
0: me that before. Yeah, that
1: sounds familiar. It cool. wouldn't surprise me if I've told you it before, because it's a fact that I just had in my head, so it's probably from this podcast. Um, I'll be honest, though, I'm not 100% certain exactly... How the soldiers were paid during this time Because I didn't think to look it up uh, I get the impression though We are talking a literal uh, wagon of money That is heavily guarded yes, Being so taken yes. into the area uh, With John being in charge of the distribution okay. But I don't want to say that for certain Because I've not checked But I, I, I can look into it for you For a later oh, date thank you. Uh, But yeah, the, the Empire's not doing too bad at the moment uh, They've gone through a relative golden age uh, so, yeah, they can actually pay the soldiers. So John was in charge of the distribution, but Brian, being the governor of Cappadocia, uh, the new governor, has just superseded him and started handing out the money in a different way than John was ordered. As yeah. you can imagine, John's not happy. Uh, he says so to Brian. Uh, what what are you playing at? This, this seems awfully... Uh, I mean, I don't want to use the uh, T word here, but it seems a bit, like it's it's a bit cooey Uh, what's going on Uh, Brian told John essentially just to stay calm just don't worry it'll be fine it's fine your new emperor will forgive you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John loudly announced that he was suspicious I am suspicious so Brian was only left with one choice really what do you think he did well there's a good way and a bad way. I
0: mean, they're both not great, but I mean, the good way would be just exile and uh, go away, sort of.
1: No, no, you need to think more immediate. They're literally in a room, the two of them, talking about this.
0: Uh, The bad way is stabby, stabby. It's not
1: quite stabby, stabby. Brian stood up and just punched John in the face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is brilliant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he he then grabbed John's beard and then threw him onto the floor. Wow. Yeah, And then uh, just clapped him in chains. So, there you go. <laughs> that
0: That is incredible.
1: Okay. <laughs> someone just punching someone in the face doesn't happen very often in this podcast, and it's always slightly amusing when it does. <laughs> yeah, it seems almost comical. <laughs> it does. I remember Caracalla punched uh, his father's advisor, Severus's mm. advisor, uh, and friend in the face. I remember that one, and I remember obviously Father Christmas uh, yes. punched someone oh, the in the face. Uh, yeah, Thrax and the horses. Oh, oh yeah, Thrax. Yeah, how could I forget Thrax? But yeah, so guy. Dental career. Anyway, uh, after uh, John was put in irons, uh, Brian then took the money completely and just started to use it to build up support for the upcoming coup. However, news soon got out. I mean, this was hardly done. Delicately, shall we say. Yeah. Brian's not a scalpel kind of man. He's more of a punch-in-the-face kind of man. So, um, yeah, the news got out, and unfortunately for Brian, there happened to be another patrician nearby who heard of this. He was... Uh, Getting on with his own job, realizing that this sounded very suspiciously like the start of a coup, uh, this yeah. patrician took some men and rushed to where Brian was. Uh, Brian was not expecting this and was captured before he could resist. Ooh. He was put in irons, and then John was released. <laughs> right, John, now's your chance. Yeah, quite literally. Uh, Give Brian, her a seat. Brian was given to John in chains and told, <laughs> "Do what you want with him." Just <laughs> cracked his knuckles. I'd like to think Brian was clean shaven But John let him grow a beard Just (laughs) so he could pull it And at the same time uh, John was just watering his cactus Oh this is very sharp and pointy (laughs) For the listener's benefit I'm just going to point out Jamie from nowhere just howled up a cactus In front of the the video there I'd like to think you've got a whole desk of props now (laughs) (laughs) Well I've got got two
0: cactus There's another one It's a hairy cactus Oh
1: yeah This one's
0: called, this one's called, you have to beep it, it's called because when when I bought them they're in like a little cardboard tray all really close together so you had to put your hand in and grab them and that one
1: really stabbed me like a Nice, I like like the fact you name your cactus. Yeah. What's the one called?
0: Uh, I haven't got a name yet.
1: Oh right, okay. So you only name the ones that really upset you. Yeah. Fair enough, right? Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, where were we? Punch in the face, grow his beard. Oh yeah, Brian's Brian's back with John. What do you think John does to him?
0: Uh, I may just turn him in. He's probably a bit more nicer
1: than. Uh, no, uh, John pulls out a spoon and a bottle of vinegar and starts cackling. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brian's eyes were removed.
0: Oh. Yes, he
1: was just just blinded again. What's well, the I- vinegar? Have you forgotten? That was one of the methods. I mean, sometimes oh, they'd just dissolve. use... dissolve, yeah. Yeah, sometimes they'd use stabby-stabby or plucky-plucky, but sometimes they'd just hold people's eyes over dissolving vinegar until their eyes had acid-burnt themselves. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, soon afterwards, Michael, uh, back to the Emperor, received a blinded Brian and a note saying that a coup had been put down. So there you go, coup number two put down. Nice. Doing all right, isn't he, is Michael. Mm. Whether this made Michael and those who were controlling him complacent or whether they were just incompetent, it's hard to say. But they seem to think that this meant that all the problems had disappeared. Brian's gone. We're sorted. Mm. I mean, it's not like we insulted about 20 other generals that weekend. No. Of course course not. Uh, However, news reached the Emperor soon afterwards that... uh, pretty much the entire forces of the east were rising up against him, with none other than Isaac and Cacau at the head. In fact, Isaac had been declared emperor. Now, fortunately for Michael, uh, without Brian to raise them, forces of the west were still loyal, uh, albeit in a shaky way. Mm. Uh, So Michael just started pouring gifts and praises on the western forces, just to try and please them. That's um, going to make it even worse for Cacamaros K- and, and Isolus. We asked for this! Yeah, yeah, It's it becomes very divided. Uh, he puts the Western forces under the command of one of Theodora's chief advisors. And also, interestingly, none other than Isaac's brother-in-law. But but we get no more than that. It's just mentioned that it was Isaac's brother-in-law. It's like, oh, well, there's a story behind that we don't know, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you think the sister was... <laughs> Was distraught at husband and brother fighting, or do you think there was a family falling out beforehand? Oh, I think
0: a massive family falling out something over Christmas, something like that
1: yeah, maybe I'm... Isaac's sister had got their mother a really nice sieve for Christmas
0: or oh, like a, a
1: really proper yeah good really one. nice one, and she told Isaac about the sieve yeah uh, like months ago because like Isaac's sister was prepared like that she she always yeah. got her Christmas presents in November. And she was really proud of (laughs) this sieve. And she told Isaac, I've got this sieve. He showed it to him. And uh, Isaac uh, was very impressed. Come Christmas morning, Isaac gives the gift over to his mother. It's not just the same sieve, but it's also a matching saucepan. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd be livid, wouldn't you? You would. I
0: told you, I've had that for three months stored away. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just just like that present. Got it engraved and everything. But Isaac had as well, same engraving. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, uh, that probably happened. So And you don't uh, even
0: need two sieves. That's that's the heartbreaking thing.
1: Yeah, so you it, was, need one. it was just spike he could have got the saucepan and then it would have been yeah. like uh together. A set. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no. Had to go that one better, didn't he? What a son of Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that happened. Uh and that's why uh <laughs> Isaac's brother law was in charge of the troops. I think so, yeah. 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 If it wasn't that, it was possibly something similar or nothing like that. Who knows? Anyway, uh, this is turning into a full-blown civil war. The forces of the East and the forces of the West were going to attack each other. And whoever won would come out on top, fairly obviously, but would also be able to declare who the Emperor was. You could argue not great for successors. It's not brilliant, is it? split the Empire. (laughs) Yeah, um... In a well, week. It's been a bit longer than a week, but not much. Yeah, uh, the forces uh, meet near each other, uh, near Nicaea. Uh, no fighting took place to begin with. I'll quote, they mingled with each other. Being fellow countrymen, relatives, <laughs> and friends, they argued with each other. Hey, George, you're right. Probably arguing over the sieve gate still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what he did to his sister? <laughs> didn't didn't even need to get this. Could have got the colander. Well, he didn't want to get the colander. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, according to Skylitzes, the men loyal to Michael implored uh, the other side to put down their arms Or risk losing their position in the army, risk losing their wealth And even, and I quote, the most sweet light of their eyes Ooh, ooh, that's dark It's, it's a bit a bit weird and creepy I mean, If someone was yeah. telling me you need to put down your arms Otherwise you will lose the most sweet light of your eyes I, I wouldn't know whether to be scared uh, He's a, he uh, it, the kind it almost of... seems slightly flirty in a horribly sinister <laughs> way. <laughs> I, I don't know about flirty,
0: but he sounds like the kind of person you've had a, had a like, pet dog said, oh, I've got a pet dog. Put him in front of the chariots so of the chariot race. The colours.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it does have that tone, doesn't it's it? That kind of thing. Um, anyway, the men loyal to Isaac replied that they were loyal to a real emperor, uh, not a dithering old man surrounded by eunuchs. Who is the actual real who is the actual emperor. real emperor? Yeah. But, I mean, says who? I mean, who is this Michael? He's got no legitimacy. Says the Senate. Yeah, the Senate didn't particularly. There was the faction around him that managed yeah. to squeeze him in there. But,
0: yeah. That's, yeah. He wears purple. Your emperor doesn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, neither side managed to persuade the other. Uh, so the battle was on. Oh, fine. In fact, uh, the battle was on a field uh, known as the Field of hades and if you're going to fight a battle you want to fight a battle on the field of hades because that's just an amazing place to fight a battle
0: i'd like to think there may have been a river parting the field
1: as well or maybe just a stick in the field yes there yeah. we go uh anyway the battle started well for the emperor's troops uh, isaac's brother-in-law managed to capture one of isaac's generals Isaac saw one of his flanks just collapse. However, Isaac held firm in the middle, and Kakaomanos managed to rout one of the wings of the loyal forces of the Emperor, and in fact chased them all the way back to their camp, where he destroyed the camp as well. The rest of Michael's forces saw this and fell apart. They were utterly routed. Isaac wins. Oh. Oh, yes. News of this gets back to Michael, and he did the only thing he knew to do. Panic. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, apparently he wanted to flee, but his uh, advisers, shall we say, told him not to It'll be fine, don't worry Michael, get him sedated (laughs) Meanwhile, Isaac advanced on the capital Uh, Now, for most of this episode, we have been using Skylitzes Skylitzes has a much broader coverage at this time However, what we're going to do now is we're going to dive headfirst into Cellus. Because, remember, Celus is literally in the palace with yeah. Michael while this is going on. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to follow Celis' account. But afterwards, we can talk about how accurate it is. Oh, just okay. know that his version could be disputed. So I'm just just going to follow his. So, in the palace, Celus was telling the emperor that he needed to do three things. Number one, go and make up with the patriarch. Seriously, he doesn't like you. He... May have paid no attention to the little coup at the start of your rule, but he's itching to get you. If you don't go and deal with the Patriarch, you will regret it. Number two. Are you writing this down, Michael? What? <laughs> number two. Send an embassy to Isaac. Tell him whatever you need to to get him to stop. Like literally anything. Anything at all. Uh, and number three. Seriously, get any troops you've still got available and just start gathering them. Sellus tells us that Michael listened to him, to begin with, but did little to make up with the patriarch. Silly Michael. Mm. However, suggestion number two was seized upon. Michael decided that none other than Sellus himself should go and talk to Isaac and offer him pretty much anything to stop.
0: And as Sellis is writing all
1: this out, i just like, what? <laughs> well, Celis claims that he did not want the honour, but he was forced into it. <laughs> I really, really don't want the honour. Well, when I, when I said send someone, I, I meant someone else. Yeah. Uh... Still, the Emperor, if we can believe, Celus guilt-tripped him into it. Celus, in the end, said, I'll only go if I can take someone with me. Uh, And the Emperor said, fine, choose anyone from the Senate. So, uh, yeah, uh, Celus chooses two people from the Senate, two old friends, and they get together and they write a letter from the Emperor to Isaac, which the Emperor could (laughs) then sign once they'd finished it. I'll say he's going, send Roger. He should have done um, yes. now, you can imagine what this kind of meeting would be like. Big big blackboard. Ideas. Yep. What can we offer him to make him stop? Cash. Lots and lots of cash. Yeah, lots of cash. Uh, Titles land. Land. A, a cute bunny rabbit. Uh, that one's just crossed out. Yeah. Uh, in the end, the word Caesar, however, is circled. Ooh. Yes. Here's the idea that they come up with. We'll go to, to Isaac and will say, you can be Caesar, Michael is old and he needs a son, so why don't you be his son? And please, please stop advancing on the capital. So, they take this to Michael, Michael signs the letter, and off Cellus and his two friends go. They head to Nicomedia, uh, which is where Isaac is at this time, so very, very close. I really hope that Michael didn't read that letter. He has no
0: idea what he's just signed up
1: for. We will get back to that when we finish (laughs) Celis' account. So they arrive in in Isaac's camp. They were received politely uh, and shown to the general's tent. Isaac apparently was dressed as a general would be and had a handful of bodyguards around him. Uh, They shared a pleasant drink and then turned in for the night. It was already evening by the time they arrived, so they decided they'd do the official business in the morning. That's pretty informal. Yeah. The three delegates went to their tent. They conferred all night, apparently. They didn't sleep. Apparently it took them all night to decide that on the morrow they would all take turns speaking, trying to convince Isaac to lay down his arms. For long, uh, an escort comes to their tent and says that the emperor would see them now. Uh-huh. They were taken to a much, much larger tent. Like, seriously big tent. Uh, surrounding this tent were drawn up in ranks in concentric circles, all stood to attention with their faces fixed on the tent, just soldier after soldier in full military dress. And standing outside the tent was Isaac's brother, who was called John. Had lots of Johns at this time. All very impressive. John received Sellus and the other two delegates uh, and asked them to wait. John nipped into the tent and they waited for a while. Imagine the morning sun beating down. All these men just in a circle, staring at Celis and his two friends. Do you think they tried small talk? Probably. It's hot out here, isn't it? Staring. How do you how do you keep your sword so sharp? Staring. staring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Are you under orders not to speak? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Eventually, John came, comes back out the tent. Uh, and apparently with one word, just beckons them inside. Yeah. i quote, The sight that met our eyes was astonishing. Uh, the tent, like I say, was very large, and the concentric circles continued inside the tent, Ooh. with <laughs> soldiers on the outside, and then quite literally, Isaac's inner circle being the inner circle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i quote, sell us again. It was so unexpected, and truly it was an imperial spectacle capable of overawing anyone. First, our ears were deafened by the roars of the army, but their voices were not all raised at once. The front rank acclaimed him first, and then the second took up the cry, and then the next rank, and so on. Each rank uttered their own cry with a different intonation from the rest, and then after the last circle had shouted, there was one great united roar which hit us like a clap of thunder. That is some coordination. I was going to say, how when when do you have time to train that, to stuff like that? That is coordination that can only be achieved after lots of practice. Yeah. So that means because this is a fairly accurate first-hand account, this almost certainly happened, and that yeah. means we can almost certainly guarantee that there was a scene full of uh, soldiers in concentric circles, essentially attending a singing practice, like almost like a theatrical conductor. Yeah. Start, like This is not a circle. This is a, this is a weird. <laughs> Squishy shape, get in! Like a, that looks like a spiral, right? We're going to we're going to go again. <laughs> and seriously, third circle, you acclaim after second circle, not after four. Why would you? Oh, this is a mess. <laughs> Takes his berry off, throws it to the ground, storms out. I'd like to think done very, very quietly during the night that celus and uh, his delegates were in the tent. This was yeah. done overnight. <laughs> yeah, lots of whispered, <laughs> hurried practice. <Hail> Emperor. <laughs> Uh, and hail different in, different intonations as well I mean this wasn't just hail emperor hail emperor hail emperor I mean he, he, apparently hail it's... emperor hail yeah. emperor I, I, hail emperor I think it's full on like chorus
0: going on oh I think it's like barbershop yeah hail yeah. hail hail, hail. hail. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I
1: think that's what it's emperor they're <laughs> <laughs> all the ones outside <laughs> emperor <laughs> it zooms out the entire continent <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it's, it's good stuff uh oh, anyway <laughs> right in the middle of this uh barbershop what what's what's quartet but for 400 uh, um anyway Four yeah right in the middle of this sat isaac uh no longer dressed as a, a simple general <laughs> um no. or dressed don't worry oh, <laughs> but okay. no longer dressed as a simple general but dressed as a full-on emperor in in like a high high up nice. throne <laughs> oh, uh, just removes his earplugs <sighs> <laughs> Hello. Better. Better gentlemen. Uh, Isaac nodded for the delegates to come forward. They were then stopped between the first and second circles. Can't go too close. Uh, yeah. Isaac announced that one of them may step forward, give him the letter from Michael, and then explain to the entire gathering why exactly they were here. <laughs> and I'll quote.
0: <laughs> That's not what we, were, what we prepared. <laughs>
1: At this, each of us declined the honour of making reply, and each asked the other to do so instead of himself. <laughs> you go! No, you, you no, go!
0: Don't no. <laughs> grab my
1: arm! Uh, eventually, uh, Celus was chosen, you will be shocked to learn. Uh, he's all very modest about it. He claims he was chosen because he was obviously the best, uh, because he was a trained philosopher. No, he, he just touched his nose last. Uh, <laughs> yes, but he didn't want to write that down, so oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he leant towards the philosopher thing. Uh, I quote: "I at once calmed the beating of my heart and stepped into the middle, collected my wits, and gave him the letter. Then, taking the signal to speak, I began my discourse. If the noise." which was going on there had not scared me while I was speaking, and if it had not so frequently interrupted me, perhaps I would have recalled the actual words that I had prepared beforehand. No one there noticed that there was subtlety in my plain speaking, but there in fact was. That by careful imitation of Lysias in his use of common everyday speech, I took simple expressions known to the ordinary man and decked them out with delicate philosophical touches. Anyway, I will recall now the main points of my discourse as far as my memory serves me. First of all, BS.
0: (laughs) He said he couldn't remember it because he's so nervous, so he wouldn't have spent so much time thinking, oh, what, what... What, what
1: yeah, I know. subtle it, techniques can I use? There's a reason why I'm quoting this full paragraph. It makes no sense at all. It sums Celis up completely. He oh, contradicts himself in sentences. He is so full of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they were too rowdy to understand the brilliance of my speech that I could oh. barely remember anyway. I to um, lower my tone. all oh, lads. <laughs> oh, but there's a little bit more. The introduction was most sympathetic. I spoke clearly enough, but it was artfully done. But to begin no. with, I avoided all reference to their guilt, and so on and so on. It goes on like this for about three yeah. pages of just how brilliant his speech was, essentially. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into the speech. It's essentially Celis saying, go on, accept being the heir. You can be the Caesar. And him being interrupted with people saying, well, why should we wait? We should just be the emperor. But where we're the emperor now. Yeah. At last, Sellus finishes, and the crowd all start talking at once, apparently. Again, i quote... Some spoke of my invincible rhetoric. Others of the power of my words, and others again of the force of my arguments. I made myself no reply to any of them, but the Emperor, holding up his hand for silence, addressed them. (laughs) They were all very impressed, I can tell you. uh, Yes. Uh, Isaac apparently essentially said, uh, this is an interesting proposal. I'm listening. Uh, A couple of his advisors, however, were not too keen. It's not explicitly said, but you get the impression that this is Cacau who loudly uh, speculated that perhaps Isaac should let uh, Celis leave the tent because he would clearly be chopped to pieces by the soldiers outside for daring to suggest that they wait to become emperor. Yeah. Sellus himself pointed out that if they start killing ambassadors, how exactly are they any better than Michael, who they claim to be better than? You say Isaac would be a wise emperor. Well, not if he kills ambassadors. Isaac then apparently dismisses all the men in the tent and speaks personally to Sellus. He told Sellus that this rebellion was, uh, it was bigger than just him. He'd not asked to be the Emperor, he'd not asked to be the leader of this rebellion, but someone hmm. needed to lead, so here I am, Sellus. here I am. Tell you what, if you get formal documents drawn up that say I am the rightful heir, and also pardons for any prosecution for any of my men, I will accept it. However, he went on, his men wouldn't like it, including Kakamonos. So, uh, Isaac would give Sellus a letter, with vague general pleasantries, but also a secret message. The formal letter uh, was a stalling tactic, just to get past the troops. Yeah. Deliberately vague, keeps everyone happy. The secret message was, yes I agree, as long as the legal documents are drawn up. So, Sellis and the other two delegates head back to the capital, and they hand over both messages. Michael is said to have said, well, they must all be carried out. Let him have whatever he wants. He can even wear a crown. So Michael's just giving up. Michael then sent celus back to Isaac to tell him that the documents were indeed being drawn up and Isaac would be declared Caesar in a few days' time. Isaac received this news well and started to prepare to move to the capital for his coronation. Hmm. However, after a while, a messenger appeared at the camp with news. There had been a coup in the capital and Michael had fled to the Hajar Sophia. And then more messengers arrived. Michael had abdicated. Isaac had been declared emperor. Oh, said Salus. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting development. In fact, apparently he feared that he would be killed. Uh, he spent a night in a tent, uh, just assuming that someone was coming to slit his throat because he was essentially the mouthpiece to Emperor Michael. So why would they leave him hanging around? But, much to his relief in the morning, he met with uh, Isaac again, and Isaac came along and asked him to be his advisor, which Sellus uh, very gracefully accepted. From the power and the strength of his wit and mind. Oh, retty. yeah, exactly, exactly. So there you go. That, that's the Cellus account. Do you, do you see any problems with this? Yeah, lots. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, let's recap here. According to Sellus, Sellus was the advisor to Michael. Isaac started a coup. Sellus then tells us that Michael legally declared that Isaac was the rightful heir. So Isaac becomes the heir. Michael then abdicates. Sellus then becomes advisor to Isaac. It's all very neat and tidy, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And Sellus yeah. always comes out very well from all oh, of yeah. this. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. In, in many
1: multiple ways. And the true course of events is debated, and we'll never know exactly what happened, um, but it is just possible uh, that Sellers and his two friends headed off to Isaac and decided to back his claim. Yeah. It, it would make sense if they headed to Isaac and essentially said, look, we'll stall Michael while you organise a coup using the patriarch uh, in the yeah. city, and we, then you don't need to invade the capital, and with me... We'll get some legitimacy to your claim because we'll, we'll say that Michael declared you as Caesar. Uh, and then it would also uh, make sense why Celus was kept on as advisor. And you got the signed letter as well saying you're Caesar. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I mean, we don't know this for certain. Maybe it did play out this way. Uh, history is messy and sometimes things are just a bit odd. Yeah. Um, but it seems fairly likely that Celus was just on Isaac's side here. It's very convenient. It is all very convenient. Everyone comes out looking very good. Isaac doesn't yeah. come across as an invader. He comes across as as a successor. Salus comes across as a wise uh, advisor. Uh, yeah. Michael can just disappear into a monastery, which he did. He was monked and he died three years later. Considering his age, maybe it was natural and he wasn't, as we say, drowned in his sorrows. <laughs> Who knows, though? He just dies. There you go. That's Michael. It's more of an Isaac Sellers episode, to be honest. I've left a bit out of uh, Isaac's story there on purpose, just because uh, we need to talk about him in his episode. Which is next, I'm assuming. I was tempted to put this story of Sellers in the next episode because it does kind of fit there a bit better. But then we would have had nothing to talk about this episode, <laughs> and Isaac's episode would have been that much longer. Yeah. Uh, so I've just kind of dumped Celius's version here, and then we can push past it quicker next episode. But yeah, I mean, Michael—he's he, a stopgap. Uh, he's barely a that. <laughs> barely that. Um, so saying that, let's rate him, shall we? Vitius uh,
0: Maximus. Maximus, Fighty? Yeah. Well, he—he he put. Well, he didn't. But there was a coup put down in his name, with a. Brian. Yeah. Um, you could say he was.
1: Qu- quite. He he. Um. Can he get a point for having the nickname the Warlike? No. <laughs> I mean, what <laughs> what he will be hating as he lies in his uh, decomposed state right now, um, <laughs> is the fact that he probably spent most of his life in the military. He probably did loads. He probably uh, did all sorts of heroic military stuff that just yeah. isn't recorded. Well, he, why would it be recorded? He probably thought, Fideus Maximus, I'll be raking that in. Remember that time yeah. in Better Syria? Augustus. Yeah. Um, but none of it's recorded, and when he's emperor, all he does is lose a battle. And I, I don't know, really... Can you give him a point for the fact that uh, Constantine Nine's nephew had a bit of a breakdown in front of the Harder affair? I'm nope. not sure you can. No, nope, because it's, he, it's his to lose. It, it, it's got to be zero. Yeah. It's zero. Next.
0: Approbium, you I crazy.
1: Mean, there's nothing here. Literally nothing.
0: Uh, zero.
1: Yeah, next.
0: Successes, Ultimus. Ultimus.
1: He split the Empire. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Yeah, that's a zero. He caused a civil it? war. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, he just had to be more pleasant to the generals, really, uh, and he didn't. It's not like this coup was inevitable. It was inevitable as soon as he opened his mouth. Yeah, um, it's a zero.
0: Image, face.
1: Was there time for a coin?
0: We do have a coin. Yeah, I'm a bit confused. The two bits at the top are they his eyes? Um, I think. And so. that's his nose, and in the middle. I think
1: I. <laughs> Boys are wearing a mask, like Man in the Eye mask style. He looks a bit like a horse or a bull, doesn't he? he looks like an ant. Oh, yeah, yo, this is Return of the Ant Men, isn't it? You know what? When the the Empire started declining in the West, we started seeing Ant Men coins. And so... he's got
0: like a weird sort of pterodactyl arm with feathers on it.
1: Yeah, it's not a good coin, is it? No. It's a really, really bad coin. I'm not sure what I'm seeing. That's the problem. It, it's poorly done. It's just generic. Yeah, his face is a weird mush of features, and you can just about tell that it's a man, and it's mm. a bad coin. I'm not giving him anything for that. I'm not. It's terrible. Okay.
0: Uh, so, sorry, before we go, thanks, round, We'll just do a recap of his Ooh, total score oh, so far. Oh, please do. Yeah. So we don't mess the adding up again. Yeah. Uh, zero.
1: Yeah, that that will be zero so far. Let's, uh, let's let's do his last one. How long do you think he lasts? Temple oh, it's going to be annoyingly long. I, th- I think only a couple of months. One year. A year. Yeah, almost dead on. Yeah. Ah, that's disappointing. Yeah.
0: I hope be less than that.
1: Yeah, something that really doesn't come across in the account is all that uh, backwards and forwards uh, between Isaac and Michael it actually takes over a period of months. It's uh, it's quite of a course, long drawn yeah. out affair. But yeah, that doesn't really. Roger's come across. only so fast, isn't he with messages? Yeah. So um, yeah, a year, which gives him zero point one three. Right. Hang on. So his total is... Let me just
0: add them up. Yeah.
1: Zero, add zero,
0: add zero, add zero, add zero. Point one,
1: three. I think it's 0.13. Wow. Oh, there we go. We are back with a splash and a bang from our, <laughs> from our uh, Roman Republic break. Yeah. Yeah. With the great Michael Six the old. I think that's why he's called the old and not the warlike. I mean... Mm. Could you imagine him being called the Warlike and then that's his story? Oh, that's no. just... It t- you can taste the bile. Yeah. I mean, should he get something for the fact that he abdicated? Not many people abdicate. It wasn't his choice though, was it?
0: No, he's uh, obviously right? forced out. It was good.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's say no. Do they have a certain genesis? No. Mm. Right. And Absolutely there we go. Not. Well, oh, it feels good to have done another emperor. It does, yeah. Well, it does. Well, yeah, no, it, was nice. I mean, it was nice to talk about Isaac, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, glad you say Fiamble. so. Because obviously, our next episode, Isaac won. Ooh. A new name. Yes, that's... Yes. Yeah, It's not mm. Michael or Constantine. Or it's, it's a new name. Yeah. Yes, there we go. We've got an Isaac. That's nice, isn't Ooh, it? Yeah. How do you think, Hirdy? Impressed with him so far? Uh,
0: in a way, but I'm hoping it's just as bad when we come down because I'm, I'm guessing someone <laughs> else is going to coo.
1: Oh, do you think so? Do you think he won't hold it for long?
0: I I don't think so. No. Uh,
1: interesting. Okay. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh... <gasps> You've got Minos. Yes, we do have Minos. He's he's there, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he might not be happy. So sorry. Okay, you think a bit of tension between friends? I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything. We'll right. see. Right. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have missed uh, out, because you're just binging these in the future, go and check out our Slave Revolt episodes mm. on uh, Eunice and Theneon and Spartacus.
0: Yeah, they're very good, very interesting. It? And yeah. it's weird that one of the more interesting ones wasn't... I mean, Spartacus was interesting. It was different from the other two, but I think Anthemion and
1: Yeah, out of the three wars I think I preferred the second Yeah, me too I liked that one, that was a good one Uh, Yeah, so go and check those out Uh, Thank you again to Saga Thing and Partial Historians For coming on to our show Uh, We didn't mean to do two interview episodes uh, One after another The Saga Thing episode's been in the pipework for literally a year And the uh, Partial (laughs) Historian one Has been in the pipeline for about two months And it's just its like Oh look, they're both ready now uh, but yeah, there we go so, uh, thank you very much to them, so go and check those out and uh, until next time well, don't forget you can now some pop in oh yes, of course, I apologise Jamie is, yeah. is there
0: anything I've got to say
1: um,
0: <laughs> and
1: don't forget you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter yes you can, yes you can right, until next time why did I come into this room goodbye Of course, instead of refuting their argument out of hand, I replied as if taking their part. I exaggerated their misfortunes. Yes, I know these things, and often my heart has bled because of them. Your anger, I said, your anger is justified, and so is the despair you feel at your sufferings. And having pacified them with those words, I shook them with a sudden assault from the flank. Oh, Salus, that's that's very good. That's oh, yes, good. yes. I said, those are terrible things, terrible things indeed. But they do not justify revolution. Nothing whatever is a legitimate excuse for that. Now suppose that you were emperor, and here I carried on the argument with a direct reference to their leader. And suppose you were to become very ill-tempered and the leader of the senate, shall we say, or the commander-in-chief of the army Um, entered into a... Cellus, are you sure that's 100% what you actually... Said. Yes, no, I remember this bit. I was really in my flow. It was, oh, you should have seen it. They, I mean, they'd started talking amongst themselves. I, I, I stopped, I, I paused, and I waited, and as the sun crested the hill, I waited for the perfect moment, and I declared silence. I didn't shout it, I whispered it, and it was enough to still the crowd.
0: I, I, I understand what you're saying now,
1: but I, I, I don't know, it seems a little far-fetched. Do you doubt me, sir? Um... I'm telling you now, my words, assisted by other numerous arguments, had already convinced them. And a cry rose up behind me, a cry from which that moment has never ceased to ring within my ears. Did it? Did it really sell us? Oh, it did. It was a a confused cry. For everyone there attributed to me a different quality. Some spoke of my invincible rhetoric, others of the power of my words, and others, again, of the force of my arguments. Well... I mean, it sounds good in retrospect... I, myself, uh, made no reply to any of them, but the Emperor holding up his hand for silence addressed them. This man has nothing at all which gives the appearance of chicanery or willful deception of his audience. In fact, he comes across to me, said the Emperor, about me, as a skilful lover. I... I... uh, Celis, this is very far-fetched for multiple reasons... To be honest, I'm quite upset that you're doubting me. How long have we known each other? Uh, 24 years. Yes, a very long time. I I thought you'd known me well enough.
0: Well, there's there's one reason I I doubt you, Celis.
1: Oh yes, Um, go on, speak, speak.
0: Well, I was there.
1: I was one of the delegates. Oh, yes you were, weren't you? Yes. How much would you need not to say any of this? 1,000 denarii. Done.